All right, all right. Now I'm glad you. Nice. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that you um, trusted me and came on this little adventure with me because this this is one of my favorite places on earth. I had to get out of the wild wild west. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I tried, but I couldn't. And- favorite places okay. it's a uh, Mosiatunya National Park mm. we are uh, on the Zambezi River at the bottom of the falls the Mosiatunya Falls this this is beautiful this is back in the motherland right know, <laughs> where the people roam took us took us almost two days to get here but we're here <laughs> isn't it interesting to be in Africa when in Africa, you're no longer black. You're just a person. Because everybody's black. <laughs> well, most people. Yeah. yeah There's but a lot it, of others here now. Yes, but this is where we're originally from. So it's like, yeah, we're... Yeah. Your we're, color is we're, not we such we an just, issue anymore. Right. You fade into the background. You know, it's a funny story. One time when I was here with some white colleagues, this white woman, she and I are friends, but she got so mad because in order to get into this park, mm-hmm. if you are a resident, it costs like a dollar. Oh. And if you are a foreigner, it costs like fifteen dollars. <laughs> really? And so when we got to the gate and they were just like, are you a local? I said, yes. <laughs> and I paid a dollar. <laughs> and then she walked up and they were just like, that'll be $15, please. <laughs> she was hot. Oh, but I was like, listen, now, this is the one place we can be right. where it is an advantage to yeah. be brown. So right. I was like, just stand back, pay your $15. Pay your $15. I'm going to be amongst my people right now. <laughs> you got to hit her with the five heartbeats joint. How does it feel to be me? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, God. It was awesome. It was awesome. Well, you know how but, I'm uh, feeling. I'm feeling nice that I'm here. You know, I'm about to go tubing. It's, it's, it's beautiful here. It's one of my favorite places, like I said. And so, um, yeah, I like it because I like places that, like, challenge your senses when you see them and this is one of those places so yeah. i know like most people don't know what mosiatunya national park is mm-hmm. because you know it by the um colonizer's name which is victoria falls <laughs> mm. but um i like to call it by its local name because mm. can you imagine like how arrogant do you have to be to show up in a place where there are people with communities and language Mm-hmm. And names for their like their their natural habitat, and you just look at the place and say, "I'm going to name this after my queen back home. I'm going to call it Victoria." <laughs> and so, henceforth and forevermore, this place will be called Victoria Falls. How arrogant do you have to be to to do something like that? Well, those people are still around, so fortunately, you can actually walk up to them and ask them, "How arrogant are you <laughs> to actually do this How arrogant and be do you have okay to be? with it?" Yeah. yeah. 
So I call it Mosiatunya. It, it means the, like the smoke which thunders because uh, when you stand back from the falls, it almost looks like there's smoke coming up. It's the spray that's coming up from the falls, actually, but it looks like smoke. The and smoke the that sound, thunders. The smoke that thunders. Let, 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 me, <laughs> let me be a part of that smoke real quick. Speaking of smoke. <laughs> oh, yeah, Victoria. Okay. <laughs> now back to business. Speaking of smoke. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where did that come from? I, I don't oh, know. goodness. I don't know. When, when in Africa. Oh, oh gosh. Well. You can pull that out. Just don't pull out any any snacks because there are baboons in the in the trees above us. So pull that out, but leave your snacks in your bag. I should have told you that before we got here. <laughs> I am one, but do you see how much calmer I am now that we are out of that wild wild west environment? It feels so good. Yeah, it feels so good. It feels so good. Power to so, the people. Yeah, but um, no, this is an interesting place to be, just because uh, you know, when you look out on the falls and you see like what appears to be like this huge like chasm yeah in in this earth right here um it's so representative of where we are as a nation back home like there's this huge chasm between our people um i mean to the point where it's like tearing friendships and families apart and stuff and it's like how do we get here we got here too in in a few short years Yes. Short years. Like we were, we were hopeful. Well, <laughs> we we were hopeful, but with with progress comes resistance. Yes. And as soon as there was progress, the resistance showed itself. And mm-hmm. that, you know, and that's when you got the tea party. Okay. Yes. And with the tea party, you got a slightly crazier conservative. They were, they were not even slightly. A pretty, a much crazier conservative came with much the tea party. Crazier. Right. But when, right mm-hmm. when you thought that was going to be the big one, then it was like, no, 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 no. We were just getting started. Now you got right. the po' boys and the skinheads and everybody's back out like, yeah, we want our country back. The neo-Nazis, the tiki torches. I saw yeah. them. And mm-hmm. this is this is um, Bill Maher, who is one of my favorite TV show hosts, even though I rarely agree with him. But he used to always say like, "Oh, we gotta, uh, we can hate Trump, but we gotta, we can't hate his supporters. Like we gotta recognize we're all one, and we still gotta, you know, have that camaraderie mm-hmm. with each other." But this is the this is the thing with Trump supporters, and this is how I know it's a different type of person. This is why I say they're a minority, they're a loud minority. Joe Biden's in Pennsylvania doing his speech. Okay, mm-hmm. they pull up to the his speech with the Trump flags and blasting their horns and stuff, and I'm like, they are so. Wow. They're like agitators. They like to come and start trouble right. and then just be like, yo, we just want to, you just want our country. Like, you just listen to the man. It's right. like, no, you guys are assholes. There's no point in yeah. biting a bullet of sugarcoated. Like, you you are what you are. Everybody sees right. it. You know? Um, that's what I get from them all the time. The people that support him are just like, even people I know, it's like, and I'm, yeah, I tell these people all the time, they're assholes. Dance. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, this is why nobody likes you. This is why you feel like you can't say who you're voting for out in public because everybody knows that you guys are agitators. Once you say it, nobody wants to be around you anymore. You know? Right. It's a reason for that. I've seen uh, uh, recently in some articles, they call it shy Trump supporters. I'm just like, no, they're not shy. They're just ashamed, as they should be, uh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. they are supporting him. Because they know but, uh, wrong. Yeah, shy. Right. But I love how like the language is always twisted in such a way to make people seem less um, 
less offensive than they are. Certain like using people. the word shy. Certain people. But I'm like, uh, yeah, and I'm just talking about the headlines I'm reading right now. Um, I'm like, they're not shy. They're shamed because they know that what they're doing is, like, dead wrong, and they don't care. If, if there was a party for black people that acted the way Trump supporters are acting right now, and they were calling nothing but thugs, mm-hmm. and oh, they yeah. have no place in American politics, they would throw the whole right. book at them. So... Yeah, I call those people exactly what I see them, just racist hillbillies. And they're, and they're, and they're Ford pickup trucks riding around with Trump flags. Right. <laughs> beeping horns at people, uh-huh. shooting people with paintball guns. Like, yeah, that's that's what they are. Plain and simple. Yeah. Um, is there any coming back from this? Like, how do we come back? Like, I, do, do, yeah, I don't know how we come back. Well, look, I think that the one thing that this showed me right now is that even though we don't always like them, you need good leadership. Like, yeah. even looking at Bush, we didn't like him, but look at 9-11. He still stepped up as a leader and was like, right. I'm, I'm not saying what his actions were afterwards, but the day it happened mm-hmm. when the towers fell, I mean, he came to New York, he hugged the people, he cried with the people, and it was like, he right. showed leadership. This dude right. can't do it. He can't do no. it. He literally can't do it. And it's just, I think it's a thing. The only thing I try to tell those people is like, this is not a Democrat-Republican thing. This is uh, Americans versus Trump thing. He's nuts. <laughs> He's nuts. He's is it really? Uh, but it's, I mean, we can say it's Americans versus Trump, but he was elected by Americans. And we are 10 days away from an election as of the day of us recording right now. We are 10 days away from yeah. an election. And this I mean, by all accounts, this is going to be a very close race, like close to the point where it can possibly be contested and we won't know on the night of the election who wins. I mean, who? we'll see, you know, some the polls don't always predict the outcome, so we'll see. Well, the but polls are saying it's it not going to be that close. It is, by all accounts. I think, yeah, but I think people are scared because of last time. Yeah, I mean, because last time we thought Hillary was going to be a shoe-in. Yeah. And so that's why I don't, I try not to put too much stock in the polls. I'm like, we just need to fight hard till, till the bitter end. But um, I, what I'm saying is I don't even, like, I don't, I can't stand Donald Trump. But my anger is not so much towards him as it is towards the 50% minus 3 million people who voted for him. Like, that is who my anger is towards. And the people who continue to support him, you know, every time you go down this rabbit hole on social media, which you shouldn't do, reading comments and stuff and seeing yeah, what people are saying, it it is like, it's frightening and it's infuriating and it's sad and depressing. You're just like, this, this is what people think? And when you look to see, like, who are these people? You're like, oh, these are school teachers and nurses and, like, people that we engage with on an everyday basis. But if, if it was up to them... They'd sell us back into slavery if they could. Like, some yeah. horrible people out there that we live amongst. And, and they, they are the people who are supporting him. And there are a lot of them out there. Uh, that is true. But I think that the people who don't support him just, in general, aren't as loud because they're normal. Because <laughs> they're not as obnoxious, right? They're just normal people. And it's like, yo, I can't take this anymore. Like... I know a lot more of those people than I know the people who support them. The people who I know who support them, it's like, it's not even a group of friends. It's like one over here, Mm -hmm. one over there, one over, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you guys, you know, you must have a weird party when you find each other. But nobody wants to be around them. They're always the friend that nobody likes. 
but we just know that person. That's who the, the, Every time I meet a Trump supporter, that's who that person is. The friend that nobody likes. And it's like, damn, well, we found a person for you. That's because we're insulated by mostly good people. They, I feel like they have their their own bunches of people who they associate with, and yeah. so they're they're the majority in that crowd. But we'll see. It's a big riff. I don't know how we repair it, so I'm just going to sit here and look at this big, beautiful riff in the earth that has made up this waterfall <laughs> in this river. And. <laughs> I love this place. I love this place. Um, This is nice. Yeah. Let's do this. This is nice. Yeah. (laughs) Wine. That I will have. (laughs) Sounds good. like I'm a little more optimistic than you are. You are? About this election. Okay. You, I think you are, actually. Wait, I don't know if I like this. The whole, the, the first response, I said, I think I'm a little more optimistic than you are. I was like, you are? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've had my dog days of summer, yeah, I did. but... <laughs> <laughs> but when you frame it, okay, when you frame it in terms of the election, yes, I, I agree with you. I think you have been more optimistic. I think I said this before in a previous um, episode that I am actually on the pessimistic side. Like, I, I have no idea what's going to happen come November 3rd, but I am definitely leaning towards pessimism over optimism <laughs> right now. Yeah. I've just lost so much faith in the American people that I'm just like, eh, like... I mean, I can't believe we're here right now. And how so, is it affecting you? Um, you know, it. I feel like it does make me very anxious. Like I think about it a lot, and it does give me like heart palpitations. <laughs> so, yeah. I think part of my pessimism right now is more so a coping mechanism for me mm-hmm. to like brace myself for the fact that come November third, we might sign up for another four years of this and beyond because i think if he gets in another four years i mean he's hinted at the fact of like admiring countries where like leadership can stay in power for ever um and i i don't trust that he wouldn't in some way pursue some ability to do that um so i think part of my pessimism is definitely a coping mechanism to just embrace myself for what might happen in a couple weeks my optimism don't don't get that confused with security. I don't feel like I don't feel like it's a secure thing. 
I just think that people will come through. But I also um, look. There's there is a there's a strong chance. I I just it's not that I don't. I, sometimes I, sometimes I'm on here. I was thinking about this today, and I say, hey man, you know I just don't trust white people with this stuff. I, it's not that. It's just that I realized like I don't know those. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to this, for me it's like duh. Who would vote for this idiot? You know what I mean? But right. I see them and I see like some of these so-called undecided voters on TV and like even the last debate when Trump actually didn't yell at somebody the whole time. They were like, well, that's the guy I was waiting to see. So now I'm confused again. I'm like, how are you confused again? Like, what? What? The bar is so low for him. As long as he doesn't act like a jackass and all of a sudden he's like presidential. I see a lot of black dudes too who are like, yo, y'all don't understand, man. Like Joe Biden racist, man. I'm if I gotta pick between the two, I'm going for Trump. And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> I just don't I don't get what happened, man. You know? I don't get it. Yeah, there's so many people like they I mean, they keep going back to legislation from like 30, 40 years ago. And people's memory is so selective because like they don't even put it within the framework of what was going on during that time or like who was in support of certain things, um, certain positions that people took. Like it's, it's so taken out of context. And so yeah. I'm like, can you do some more research? The interesting thing is like no one has ever called Joe Biden a racist until like recently until like it became election time then all of a sudden like he's a racist like i'm like when did he become a racist because he hadn't been a racist up until this point i'm not saying that he's like the savior of black america i I don't expect him to be but i don't think that he is a malicious person no i don't think he's a malicious person either but ironically you know who really got this started was kamala harris she was the one started accusing him of being a racist during the primaries so it's ironic that those two are running together now, which is so weird to me. But well, she got to start. Her and Cory Booker so. were, her and Cory Booker were going after him hard, and that's why I was surprised that he picked her. I think it's a good pick, mm-hmm. but I was surprised he picked her because I was like, "Yo, dog, she, she ripped your ass a new one up and down the street." Yeah, and so and I, I'd have to go back and hear exactly what she says, but it's like, was she calling him a racist or was she calling him like uninformed on race issues? And if, I have to, her, I have to roll the tape back so that I'm speaking point, a- accurately. Mm-hmm. If her point was to say that he's uninformed, uninformed, she did a bad job at it. She did mm-hmm. a job at making him look like he was an out of touch old racist white guy. Same with the, some of the same old stuff that we always get. That's what she painted mm-hmm. it as. And I mm-hmm. get it. She was going. She was going for president. She wasn't she going, was for going for president. the jugular. Right. But she went so hard that yeah. that's been. Honestly, that's been the Trump playbook through the debates. What did you do mm-hmm. in the past 30, 40 years? Black people aren't going to forget what you did to them. Now Trump is saying it. It's like, brother, right. the last last debate, Joe Biden was like, dude, the Central Park Five, like you try to get those guys convicted and everything. And executed. He, like, passed, he wanted them to be executed. All Trump said, hey, you passed the 94 crime bill. Black people ain't going to forget that. There's a lot of black men in jail because of that. They ain't going to forget that. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, is she set up the talking point for him? And honestly, it's a good strategy. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't buy it, but it's a good strategy. You know, if I was a but Republican strategist, it, I would say it. Uh, people make it seem like he crafted the crime bill. He pushed right. it through. It was all his idea, and like he alone, like basically signed the check on the '94 crime bill. I'm just like, 
there was a collaboration amongst black people and white people on the crime bill. It was not just like some insidious like plot by Joe Biden to like jail black people. That's what kills me about this. I'm yeah. like, can we put things in perspective? But yeah, people don't. I know. Uh, every, I, yeah, I agree with you. I just now you got both of them up there. Um, it's like Charlamagne said. It's like an argument of who's the least racist. Not who's not racist, but who's the least racist. Right, who's you know the what I mean? least racist. And I, I think it's unfair because I don't think Joe Biden is a racist, but that is what they formed this campaign to be about between the two. And so black people will choose the actual racist, like the one who will not stand up and denounce white supremacy. They'll choose that guy who said that like yesterday, but they, they are still harping on what Joe Biden voted on in the yeah. midst of like everyone else voting on as well. Um, yeah. 26 years ago. There's a, there's a mind game going on right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a creepy, eerie mind game that's going on with black yeah. guys right now where it's, it's almost like, okay, you're expected to be a Democrat. So if you actually go with the Republican, Aren't you thinking more outside of the box, which makes you more intelligent than everybody else who's just running with the Democratic ship? I see that going on with black guys all the time now. That's their main Mm -hmm. talking point. You're not just going to have our vote. You're not just going to have our vote. And I'm like, I'm not saying that. I'm saying this guy's crazy. we got to get this guy out. And then we can talk about Democrats and Republicans. But right now, you got to get this guy out. That's what the argument is right now, you know? But it's this weird thing. I see it with a lot of black dudes. They think they're being above the fray and being more intelligent by saying, no, actually, I do support Trump. I argue with my brother about it all the time. You know, he's one of them. Idiots. Just like, what do you do? Crazy. I mean, this dude is unqualified for the job. He has no leadership skills. He has no sympathy. He has no empathy. He is completely out of touch. He is like taking nepotism to the next level he's put all of his unqualified children into like highly sensitive positions in government they also have no qualifications for like can you imagine if barack obama just like grabbed he and michelle's cousins from chicago and were and just brought them all to the white house and was just like put you in no. charge of all sorts of security and all sorts of intelligence and can you it imagine it wouldn't happen it wouldn't happen it just wouldn't happen. No, half the stuff this dude has done, Obama would would, would have been locked up for, it, and every other president would have right. been impeached for it. It's just that people make excuses for him. I, I'm glad they started the Lincoln Project. I think they got to really restructure their party. Democrats have things to work on too, but they have to do a complete overhaul of the Republican Party because they look dumb right now. They look real stupid. I mean, but to who? Because clearly they're still getting votes. Clearly their candidates are still winning. I mean, they, they look crazy. They are crazy. They could quite possibly undermine the democracy of this country. But half the country is still on board. If he loses, we'll see. I'm not saying he's going to. I don't want to jinx it. But if he loses, I don't think they'll win for a long time. I think they, they, they're going to definitely be a guaranteed at least another eight years out because this has been a mess and once people really once the once he's away and then you can just see the mess that he left you know what i mean then it's gonna hit you he's a he's he's a mess you got top generals 
this never happens in the United States. Top generals mm -hmm. who are speaking against them, mm -hmm. like, yo, we can't hire this guy. He's going to mess up the country. Get Top generals. <laughs> That's one of their main bases. Military always versus uh, the public. military is always yeah. No, I mean I hear what you're saying, but I, I maybe like maybe you're right, and it's the the loud minority. But there just seems to be a lot of support for this dude. I mean this dude has come out. I mean he's lied to the American people about a pandemic, the se severity of this pandemic. There are like what two hundred and twenty thousand people dead right now from this pandemic that has like swept across this country in the last what are we eight nine months into this or two hundred thousand people dead he yeah. lied it's on tape it's not even disputed no people don't care how can no. you not care i think that I, it, it, look the, the people that's you got people that really really support him then you got people who are like moderates okay and, and, and a lot of his moderates are even Republican moderates who are like, eh, I just, you know, I've always voted Republican. I think the loud people that you see with him, which there are a lot, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say there's not a lot mm -hmm. of them. But the loud people you see, they just stand out because they're so over the top. And you're like, whoa, is this really going on? But I think a lot of people are looking at them like, yo, man, this shit is crazy, you know? Well, and those are and people like have... traditional Republicans, the Bushes and all of those mm -hmm. people, you know, like they're looking at him like, yo, this is this is kind of nuts, man. You know. And then you have um, just be blunt here. Talk about religious folk, because like right now, since, you know, North Carolina is a swing state, there are lots of ads on the black radio station trying to sway people towards Donald Trump. And these people have the blacks for Trump group. Um, are essentially have essentially said that basically a, a vote for Democrats is a vote for Sodom and Gomorrah. And when they stand before the throne, they don't want to stand before the throne saying that they voted for Sodom and Gomorrah. And I'm just no, like, you just voted for kids in cages. Okay, well, you know, right? <laughs> it, I, what? So I'm like, you so you have your, your crazy racist folks who support Donald Trump, but you also have these like right-wing religious nuts who are so easily like swayed and manipulated um and they're voting for him too I, there's just it's a lot of people out there voting for him for different reasons all of which are ridiculous but it's like half the country so anyway all that to say i feel very anxious Raise my blood i pressure. have i have a lot of anxiety <laughs> um We'll see what happens. We got 10 days to see what happens. I, I'm trying to just brace myself and accept the fact that this, you know, we might be in it for the long haul. Um, and so I'm here now and enjoying the scenery. And if you look over there, you see there's actually an elephant coming from behind the trees. How cool is that? Don't do that. <laughs> Well, what do you, where do you go from here? <laughs> Should we just stay here and just maybe not go just back? Stay here. I mean, yeah. maybe stay here. 
Wait and see what happens. COVID rates are low here. <laughs> I mean, what is it? We might not know for a whole month, so I think God. we're gonna know sooner than that. I think we're gonna know sooner. Okay, well we'll see. I I, I just I have no idea what to expect right now. It's, it's hard for me to call it. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna just take my anxiety medicine and <laughs> yeah. Go home yeah. and, and face the music, whatever that is. But I voted. I cast it my vote um, yep. as soon as early voting started. So, um, yeah, I did my part. Yeah. I just, I'm just going to go to the woods. I'm going to strip naked and just run. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> just, I want to feel free. So I'm just going to go. I'm going to go butt naked. Uh, okay. I yeah. will um, sit over here clothed and you just let me know when you're done. Be careful because the current in some of these parts uh, can get a little bit I'm going to put some I'm gonna put some leaves around my stuff and everything. You know what I'm saying? I'm just <laughs> just, just going to go naked. Whatever you need to do to get your world. mind right. That's Whatever what I need, you need to do. To do. Okay. That's how bad off I am right now. I need, I need to you just, just need to str- run strip, off all these, yeah. strip off all these western ways and just go naked. Okay. Well, let me know how you feel when you come back. You, I mean, you might be on to something. It sounded a lot weirder when I said it out loud. But <laughs> then when you were thinking about it in your mind. <laughs> yeah, maybe that should have been an inside thought. Yeah, that is, uh, uh, let's forget about that one. Let's, let's just wait for this election. Let's get back to that. Boy, on this election. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with this election. But let's enjoy our time here. Just saw an elephant. There's a lot of zebra back up by the hotel. Let's walk up there and see the zebra. And um, yeah, I just enjoy being here. Well, thank you for taking me out here. I feel good about this. One of my favorite places. Glad you were able to join me. Yes. Till next time. Till next time. Next time we talk to you guys, it'll be after November 3rd. Uh, it's going to be an interesting conversation. It's going to be an interesting conversation. So join us. Join us at the table. Oh, yeah. See you guys next time. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) y'all. Thank you.